Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 19th of February, 2024. In InfoSec news this week, there have been a number of successful law enforcement takedowns, arrests, and extraditions, resulting in an overall pretty positive trend on the non-criminal side of the cyber community. Over in the US, according to a notice from the Department of Justice, or DOJ, a court-authorized operation disrupted a network of hundreds of ubiquity routers under the control of the APT-28 threat actor. This group, also known as Sophocy or Fancy Bear, is connected to the Russian Federation's main intelligence directorate of the General Staff, also known as the GRU, and was caught using the hijack routers as a, quote, global espionage platform. It seems non-GRU cyber criminals initially installed the MooBot malware on these ubiquity routers, which still used publicly known default administrator passwords. The GRU hackers then stepped in and used the MooBot malware in order to install their own bespoke scripts and files, which repurposed this botnet. Hijacking a botnet assembled via default credential-based takeover is a fairly low-sophistication technique as far as the nation-state actors such as Russia should be concerned, which raises interesting questions, but for the time being, the operation reversibly modified the router's firewall rules in order to block remote management access to these devices. However, the big news this week was the action taken by a coalition of agencies against the LockBit ransomware operation. The global LockBit crackdown was coordinated by Operation Kronos, a task force headed by the UK National Crime Agency, or NCA, and coordinated in Europe by Europol and Eurojust. The investigation began back in April 2022 at Eurojust, following a request from the French authorities. Quote, this months-long operation has resulted in the compromise of LockBit's primary platform and other critical infrastructure which enabled their criminal enterprise. This includes the takedown of 34 servers in the Netherlands, Germany, Finland, France, Switzerland, Australia and the US. This infrastructure is now under law enforcement control and more than 14,000 rogue accounts responsible for exfiltration or infrastructure have been identified and referred to removal by law enforcement. Europol has also said that these rogue accounts were used by LockBit members to host tools and software used in attacks and to store data stolen from companies. As part of this joint operation, Japan's National Police Agency also developed a free LockBit 3.0 ransomware decryptor using over a thousand decryption keys retrieved from LockBit's seed servers and released to the No More Ransom portal. At this time, it's unknown how much cryptocurrency was stored in the 200 seized wallets. However, it may be possible for victims who previously paid ransom demands to recover some of their ransom payments, like the FBI previously did for colonial pipeline victims and various healthcare organizations. Europol says they've gathered a, quote, vast amount of data from this lockbit operation, which will be used in ongoing operations targeting the leaders of the group, as well as its developers and affiliates, such as information from inside the group's affiliate portal, showing it had 187 different affiliates registered between January 2022 and February this year. During Operation Kronos, several LockBit affiliates were arrested in Poland and Ukraine, while French and US authorities issued three international arrest warrants and five indictments targeting other LockBit threat actors. The US State Department is now offering a reward of up to $15 million via the Transnational Organized Crime Rewards Program for information on LockBit associates, specifically $10 million for LockBit leadership and an additional $5 million for anyone involved in LockBit ransomware attacks. The State Department has a dedicated Tor Secure Drop server, which can be used to anonymously submit tips on LockBit and other wanted threat actors. 
Speaking of which, this looks to be a new standard bounty for big-ticket ransomware threat actors, with the US State Department also offering rewards of up to $10 million for information which could lead to the identification or location of the ALF-5 or Black Cat ransomware gang leaders. An additional $5 million, as with the Lockbit case, also available for tips on individuals trying to take part in any ALF-5 ransomware attacks, likely to discourage affiliates and initial access brokers. The combination of ransomware infrastructure takedown, release of decryptors, the identification of large numbers of affiliates, combined with these increasing bounties, will likely cause significant damage to some of the most prevalent ransomware threats on the market today. And the good news doesn't stop there. A Ukrainian national, Mark Sokolovsky, has been indicted for crimes related to fraud, money laundering and aggravated identity theft and extradited to the United States from the Netherlands. Sokolovsky is suspected of operating the Raccoon Info Stealer Malware as a Service or MASS operation. This means criminals' intent on stealing information could hire this malware and the infrastructure to steal data from victim computers, with the main targets of the stealer being credit card data, autofill entries, browser passwords and cryptocurrency wallets. Lockbit rears its head again one final time this week in other news and for different reasons. Both technical details and proof-of-concept exploits are now available for two vulnerabilities disclosed by ConnectWise earlier this week regarding its Screen Connect software, its remote desktop and access solution. A day after the vendor published these security issues, attackers immediately started leveraging them in attacks. CISA has assigned these two vulnerabilities, CVE 2024-1708 and CVE 2024-1709, identifiers as the two security issues, which the vendor has assessed as a maximum severity authentication bypass vulnerability and a high severity path traversal flaw, which impacts Screen Connect servers versions 23.9.7 and earlier. ConnectWise have urged admins to update on-prem servers to version 23.9.8 immediately in order to mitigate the risk and have clarified that those with instances on ScreenConnect.com cloud or hosted DRMM have been secured. Threat actors have compromised multiple ScreenConnect accounts as part of this attack, as confirmed by the company in an update to its initial advisory, based on incident response investigations. Of particular interest here, despite the law enforcement operation we discussed earlier against Lockbit, it seems as though some affiliates are still up and running, given that these attacks have been confirmed to feature a Lockbit variant of some description and to take place after the takedown action, though some suspect a version compiled from leaked 2022 builders of Lockbit may be at play. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.